Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hey, what's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 91 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Carla Clark from Unfiltered Tan. Carla shares her amazing journey through the sunless tanning industry, how she took quite a gamble to get started with the Unfiltered brand, which has quickly become one of the favorites I see across a lot of the Facebook forums, and it's very well deserved for Carla and her entire team of hardworking individuals there at Unfiltered Tan. They have some beautiful colors and products and have really listened to their customers as they have evolved the brand over the past few years. And like I said, they've quickly grown to one of the most popular brands, some of the best products that we've seen uh, for sure. She put a lot of research and testing into finding the perfect solution, the perfect mix of ingredients and products. I think she's really created that. But this is a great story from Carla about how she got into this, how she even started with it, where they are today, and everything else. Carla's wonderful. She's easy to talk to. She's always accessible. Uh, The Unfiltered team is always there for you. So feel free to reach out to them at any time. Carla, thanks so much for sharing your journey and your story so far. We're excited to continue to watch you grow in this industry because there's so many more great things to come for you in the Unfiltered brand. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Tanners. If you have any questions, as always, you can reach out to me at grant at happytans.com. I'm always here and more than happy to help. And today's episode is sponsored by the Happy Tans Website Builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only do these websites look great, they're also a tool that works for you and your business. They're your 24-7, 365 online concierge. Think of them as the person that's there to work for you, never takes any time off and answers all the questions you need for your customers. We help you get found online using our SEO optimization, that is search engine optimization. We help you get ranked on Google in your local area for people that are searching spray tans near me or spray tans in your city. So make sure to check it out. Go to happytans.com, click the green create your website button today to learn more. If you have any questions, you can always reach me, grant at happytans.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks again, Carla, for sharing your story. Best wishes to everybody. Happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Carla Clark from Unfiltered. How are you doing today, Carla? Hi, Grant. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to learn more about you and share it with the audience about Unfiltered and everything Carla has to offer to the sunless industry. So for, for those that may not know you or Unfiltered, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you how you got into this industry or any other fun facts you'd like to share? Fun facts. Well, first of <laughs> all, um, I'm grateful that you asked me to be here. It's, it's a privilege. Um, I started, I actually started spray tanning bef- a long time before, but I started the, the business, the unfiltered in 2016. And I had tried a solution. Uh, every solution I tried was orange, dark, crackly my skin was dry I felt like I couldn't move and so I had done that every year on uh, in the summer when we went on vacation but when I get to wherever we were going there was nobody to spray tan me again and the tan only lasted four or five days so I had actually tried a tan that that didn't do all of that so I knew there was something possible to make a tan that was not orange or brassy Mm -hmm. not tight and you know crackly looking and um and so I followed a few steps and I had a little um I had a relative that 
gave me a few, I don't know, gave me a boost. I'll say that not with sure. money, but uh, otherwise. So anyway, I found a good solution. He turned me on to a good chemist and that's just, it just started falling into place. Wow. That's so before 2016, how long have you been tanning? I guess a spray tan artist. Oh, <laughs> often owned probably seven years, but it was mainly just myself, you know, sure. but I just couldn't get a good solution. And I would go to other places to salons and theirs wasn't any different. So yeah, I had a gun for a long time, just didn't use it very often. Okay. So you weren't, like you weren't, so you weren't too involved in it. It was just kind of a hobby at that point. Well, yeah. I mean, it was something I loved the idea of, Sure. but at the time, you know, in, in 2000 or 2004, you just didn't have a lot of choices as far as a good solution. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted, uh, I wanted not just a good solution. I wanted the ultimate solution that moisturized that, you know, that was a beautiful color that you could, you know, not be afraid that you were going to wake up and look crazy. Yeah. I just wanted it to be perfect. And yeah. that's, that's what I told the chemist, just make it perfect. And he was like, well, no pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that it's an interesting story. I think a lot of people can relate that have been spray tanning. There's probably like a little tweaks that a lot of people would make to whatever they use, you know, maybe a little darker, a little lighter, a little less drying, you know, what a little more moisturizing, mm -hmm. whatever that is. So I think a lot of people can relate to that uh, specific uh, situation, but I'm curious in how, you know, that's a big leap of faith. I'm assuming not just that from a time spent time standpoint, obviously financial, I'm sure there's some uh, cost associated with the chemist and all that. Um, how long did it take you from the idea of, Hey, let me talk to this chemist to like have an actual product that was ready to be sold as unfiltered. Well, let me tell you a little, a little bit to go with this. First of all, my husband had, uh, we were living in Houston and he had moved out to West Texas to work. So I was there by myself for a year and um, he had left quite a bit of money in the safe and <laughs> probably a mistake, but I was very good with it. And when it came time, when I started talking to the chemist and he would say, okay, we need $500 to do blah, 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 or $200 or whatever, you know, I would just go in there to the safe and I would sneak out some money and <laughs> I would pay for what I need. And, and it, what was funny is I was able to put that money back. I mean, it was just like immediately I put it out there. And I'll tell you what, the Spray Tan Artist Forum, if I'm allowed to say that. Sure. The girls in there gave me the hugest welcome that you can imagine. I mean, they were just amazing. And they kind of put me up on a pedestal for a while there. And then that's just when everything took off. And I was able to get that little bit of money. And then I was able to make it and put it back. So my husband uh, funded the whole thing and he didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting story. She had a lot of alone time and time to think on it, work on it. Obviously that's, that's all I did. I mean, yeah. I wasn't doing anything else except my grandkids were coming over and staying with me off and on. And I will have to give props to my oldest grandson because he let me spray tan him with every sample that I received. <laughs> he was so good about it. And he's still, he, he let Carrie spray tanning. He's just oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good to have somebody that wants to be your uh, you know test billboard there for you. So you well, yeah, because not just anybody wants you to test something yeah, on them. Yeah, you we, know, that's kind of scary. Yeah, we don't know how this is going to turn out. Do you want to try? <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe blue, maybe pink. I don't know. Yeah. So from uh, the thought, I guess, how how was it like, you know, three months, six months, a, a oh, year before okay. you went from like get the the first three months. three months to actually selling your first product? That from three months from when he started, he made it my first one, my first sample. He made it within a couple of weeks and sent it to me. And it was not perfect, but in my mind, it was perfect because it was the best I had ever had. Oh, wow. So I just went with it right then. And <clears throat> that's when a friend of mine introduced me to the Spray Tan Artist Forum. So I had asked them to make that solution. I had asked him to make that solution in a regular and a violet, in a green base and a violet. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what bases meant back then, but he explained it to me. And um, anyway... Oh, I kind of forgot what I was saying. I got carried away there. That's okay. Yeah, you, you were saying he gave you the the violet and the green base. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I went straight. I I was invited in the spray tan artist form, and I just started putting it up in there. And the girls started buying samples like crazy. I couldn't believe it. And they yeah. were talking about it and sharing it with each other. And that's just how within three months of ta- of working with my chemist until I actually got my first gallons of solution. That was, it was about three months. And after that three months, once I got in the groove of it, it was just, it was selling like crazy. I I don't know how this happened. I would love to explain it to you, (laughs) but this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened in my life. I just, it just took off. And by, I don't know, that was in April of 2016 or a little before that, maybe January, but it was in spring when it really took off. And, you know, I met people like you and, Jennifer and just so many crystal, so many different people that helped me. It was very, I was very blessed. Yeah. It's very supportive community when some people, you know, some people get overwhelmed and whatnot, but it's a supportive community for the most part and good people. Yeah, it really is. Um, Yeah. I I think, you know, the the story there is kind of like a a quality product speaks for itself. So, and then people are always open, obviously to trying new products Obviously, sure. as you probably know, so a lot of your people might try other things as well. Oh, they do. <laughs> yeah. But I remember this person that told me one time, he said, don't worry, they'll come back. Right. That's I would say one. who that is, but I'm not going to say right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, yeah, if you make the best product and, you know, it's not going to be the best for everybody. There's no way to fit uh, no, everybody's needs. But not. Yeah, this is, there's there's so many people. This industry is big enough for everybody. Yeah, and I wish everybody knew that could realize that and not be so worried. You know, just just know that there's enough out there for everybody. Yeah, we can all share. We're good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good products and a lot of good spray tan artists. And you know, Absolutely. at the end of the day, competition is good for everybody. Uh, so. What I mean, if you had to pinpoint of a couple of things that set you apart from other brands out there, what would you say those are? I buy the most, honestly, I'll just say I buy the most expensive ingredients available. And okay. not just because they're expensive, it's because they're the best. Sure. And they and I don't ever go think, well, I'll save twenty dollars and buy this, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just don't work that way. I buy the best. I put the best together and I try to be sure that I give my clients personal. I I can't give them all personal attention, but I try to give as many people as I can a day personal attention to tell them about the product, to tell them what's in it, to tell them how to use it, 
what the results are going to be. And of course, you know, now we mix things. We weren't doing that in the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, all of my solutions mix so well together. So just, you know, those kind of things. And I think the personal attention that I try to give everyone helps a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they, you know, I, I know other people do that, but, oh, it's, it's nice for me to meet my clients and know them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's uh, definitely is helpful. Uh, and, and something that's probably challenging is some of the brands grow. You probably experience that as well as you grow. It's a little bit more challenging, but I remember early days, you know, when I was at Show Lee, it was like, uh-huh. we knew people were friends. I still talked to some of the people that I met, you know, 10 years oh, ago. I know. So it's awesome. Absolutely. But yeah. It's, it's a good thing to have, you know, that kind of friendship with them and uh, they know that you're there for them more than just for their, obviously for their money and for the products and whatnot, but it's good to have that support and to give the personal time to, to explain what the difference is and to educate them on that stuff. Um, and some brands may miss that, but I think it's a huge opportunity for anybody to, to let you, to, you know, anytime somebody's giving you their time, that's the most valuable thing. So make sure you utilize it uh, and, and take care of them as much as you can. Yes. Take care of your clients in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, we just, we have to think everything is good. Oops, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> One of my clients. Um, we had, we have to think about it, everything in a good way, a positive way. And, you know, if something doesn't turn out right, that doesn't mean it's bad. We just have to talk about it and figure it out what sure. went wrong, you know, those kind of things. And uh, I, I'll tell you that, uh, well, just like I want to be treated, that's how I treat other people. Yeah. My client. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Treat, treat everybody how you want to be treated. That's kind of a go-to thing that we all have heard throughout right. our lives. You know, it's the, the old cliche, treat, treat everyone the way you want to be treated. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that's, tr- but that's just the way I think it works. For us. Sure. Sure. When you came out, those, in, the, so those initial products or, or the green and the uh, violet base, are those products that, that came out then, are they still available now, five years later? Yes, they are. Awesome. That would be the uh, number 29s and uh, the crossing the line. And those at the time were just overnights. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have any rapids. And when I decided to do a rapid and ask the chemist about it and everything, he just, I think he kind of went, well, it's not the same formula at all, but he just whipped me up a violet and a, uh, I mean, a rapid violet and a green base. And we went from there and I recent, and I've stuck with violet and green all this time, but we recently started making brown bases, which I adore. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. You know, just don't get stuck on one thing because it's like uh, you're watching the black and white TV when there's a <laughs> color TV out there, you know, and yeah, you be seeing so many different things. And uh, I get carried away and I'm sorry, I keep forgetting your no, questions, but I just start talking and I can't quit. That's okay. It's all right. We want to, we want to hear from Carla. So that's good. That's who, <laughs> that's who we want to hear from. So the Brown, was that something that was requested from people or was that something you just came up with or thought of? Well, I asked for it cause I had seen, uh, I don't remember where I saw, I saw a picture and I thought that is not violet. That's mm-hmm. not golden. There's no green in there. I don't mm-hmm. see you know, I thought that just must be brown because I had never used brown before. Sure. And so I just had them make me up a little uh, sample of it and I tried it on myself. 
I can't wear green base because it pulls way too much gold on me. Uh-huh. Only thing I could wear was violet. And, and I love violet, but I tried on the brown and it was just, I still love violet, but brown is my thing. I'm yeah. Much. That's awesome. So, so I have so, a very fair skin tone, so I have to be careful with what I use. Yeah, sure. So if somebody like is uh, new or doesn't understand the color kind of theory, what's what's the basic understanding for the difference there or, or how to know what to use as best as you can explain it, obviously without well, visuals. Yeah, and, and there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me. Sure. Um, I'm from the old school. Back in the old, old days, I used to sell um, – beauty control makeup and they were very big on skin tone <laughs> excuse me and so uh i kind of did follow their line of warm colors and cool colors to me cool is the violet side warm would be the green side because the green side pulls a golden golden mm-hmm. brown tan and the violet is just your you know flat brown tan and so uh Tell me again what you asked me. This is going to be the biggest uh, podcast that says the basics of the color theory. Right. The- okay. I feel like the golden brown is best for, you know, your redheads, people with more red in their mm-hmm. skin tone, our strawberry blondes, things like that. And then I like the violets on everyone else. Mm-hmm. And now I found that I like the brown base on everyone else as well. I think the brown and the violet are just universal, in my opinion. Okay. I don't really feel like the green bases are. Okay. So, yeah, you go. And, and, you know, the best way I think for people to learn that is to experiment with it because it's hard to explain it and see it, you know, visually, unless people have pictures of it. But, yeah. Well, if you have red in your skin tone, then you probably want to counteract that red with green, Mm. not add to it with violet, which is what you're doing. Got it. And that just makes you more red, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and the brown goes either way. Anybody looks good in it. It's kind of a neutral. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, That makes sense. Uh, so the initial product that you put out there, what was, uh, obviously you got good feedback from it. Was there any cha- changes that people wanted initially? Well, they wanted a rapid. Ever, mm. I, I didn't realize that rapids were the big thing. You know, I was just dropping into this from outer space. And so I had no idea about rapids and that's what they were asking me for. And I didn't even realize, I mean, my, my, my chemist was telling me we're going to make this in a 9% and a 12% or, you know, those percentages. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I had no idea that there was a rapid rinse that you went to 14 and that made it rapid. I didn't sure. know that, but that's what they wanted. And that's when I came up with brown butter and enter the dark side. Okay. That was my green based brown butter and enter the dark side, my violet. Yeah. Well, the, I think the rapid is becoming, has become more and more popular. You know, in fact, I remember at Sholey, we did, they didn't have a rapid for first, you know, few years when I was there yeah. and then finally came out with one. Uh, that was probably back in 2012 or 13, but still it was like four or five years of the solid, you know, the regular overnight products. And that was so much more common. Now everybody, I think, starts almost with the rapid first and then most works backwards. Of my, most of my line is rapid. Okay. Okay. And the, and the, yeah, I mean, people can see the difference in those based on well, the you fact can that use the rapid as an overnight. I mean, it just control the amount of spray that you use on your client. Mm-hmm. If they, if they have to wear it overnight for some reason, just spray them with one coat, you know, not right. dark, not real light, but just the right in the middle and they can sleep in it. They'll be all right. 
Um, there's lots of ways to use a rapid to make it an overnight. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think people experiment. Those are kind of things that you're saying they're mixing products. They're figuring out which ones to wear overnight, which ones not to people figure that out. And, and everybody's spray pattern and, and the way they spray, how far they are away from the client, right. Changes so much exactly. from person to person. Yeah. There's no, like, this is how you do it. There's no way to no, say it. No, 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 there's no, none of that. And I probably don't spray like everybody else. And some people spray close and, you know, some, I like to spray a little farther away that way that, overspray hits the feet and makes the feet perfect yeah you know but still i'm a little old school and i've learned uh, you know fabiola taught me about how to use a rapid as an overnight i couldn't i just couldn't see that but i do now thank you (laughs) fabiola for that yeah and um you know just all these different things that i've picked up from different people have changed the way i spray and the colors i use yeah yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, so uh, obviously the moisturize, obviously the moisturizing part, like uh, hydrating the skin, was super important. What is there like specific ingredient or ingredients that do that? Or I don't know if that's something you can share. But I was just kind of curious. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, for like anti aging, uh-huh. for instance, when you see the um, uh, the black tea, the green tea, those things. Those are anti-aging properties. Okay. Now you can use, you can drop just a tiny drop in your formula mm-hmm. and you can say that you have it in there, but it's not the amount in there that's actually going to do something for you. I okay. promise everyone that I do that. I never just do that little drop that says, oh, we can call it. Right. Sure. And for the moisturizers, uh, gosh, I've kind of, almost lost my mind here no that's fine um, I, I don't yeah i don't need specific i was just curious if there was actual i'm sure it's individual ingredients that help with that to moisturize it's it. a chain uh, everything is kind of a chain you know it's like you need for a uh, preservative you need a little chain and it may it may have something in there that you're not crazy about but it's a dr- tiny drop of it that just completes the chain and makes it a great preservative Got or it. you know all those kind of things kind of work together. Yeah. And they it's have to work to one ingredient. Right. I was going to say, and they have to work together. It's not like, you know, you can put two random things together. It has to, and that's why you pay the chemist, obviously. But That's why I pay him like, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be perfect. You know, yeah. it has to work together. It has to all be perfect. And you can't just hope that it's going to work. It has to. Right. Right. Yeah, well, that I know it's a big thing. Is that, uh, so, do do your products avoid alcohol then? And I, I, I hear some people say alcohol is drying. It's not. It is. You know. So I don't. I don't know actually if there's a flat answer to say it absolutely well, is, or if it's of course alcohol is drying. I mean, we all know that from putting uh, so much. Um, what is it that we've used forever? The skin sanitizer. Oh yeah, hand sanitizer. Okay, so that's a lot of alcohol, and our yeah. hands are dry as heck all the time because of that. In fact, I now have my mother's hands. But anyway, <laughs> um, the alcohol is not always put in there. I mean, I do use alcohol, but I use the tiniest amount. Okay. I don't use a whole bunch so it will dry fast or anything like that. I just use a tiny amount that completes chain the chain, C-H-A-I-N, of a lot of uh, chains that I need in here. So, yes, I do use alcohol. There are good alcohols. They're natural alcohols yeah. that are out there. You, there are all kinds of natural alcohols, and you only have to use the tiniest, tiniest amount 
that you never even feel wow. on your skin. I mean, your skin's not going to know that that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think a lot of the products uh, at some point were probably more alcohol heavy for the fact that oh, people sure. didn't want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that makes sense. And I remember being, you know, surely there, there's was more aloe base. So people were like, hey, it's, it's sticky, yeah. it's tacky. Hey, it's aloe. It's not alcoholic people are used to. So I remember that, you know, kind of exactly. transition. And that was again, like 10 years ago, but things have changed. But that works good for some companies. And yeah, another thing works good for others. And, you know, it's, again, there's that color TV out there. You know? <laughs> yeah. I you got agree. choices. Yeah, exactly. And that's good. We need choices for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. So Carla, I know that, you know, one of the things you do, you're very personable. You, you talk to a lot of your clients, you've worked with them very closely. Some of them you've helped, you know, even with their own products, you guys are big on that stuff. So you've worked with a lot of people that are in actual, you know, they're spray tan artists um, and they have very successful businesses of the people that you see that are successful. What do you, what do you say is like a couple of uh, two or three underlying things that they do to help their business as a spray tan artist? Well, first of all, they use high quality products mm -hmm. that without a doubt, they use high quality products. And just the other thing is they love their clients. They treat when they welcome their clients, when they come in the door, they treat them, you know, like they're their friend because they should be. Yeah. And there's always going to be some that, you know, they don't care for, but everybody gets treated well and they use quality products. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with both those things. Obviously, the products, there's a lot of quality products out there. Everybody, you know, do your research, find what works best for you. Obviously, mm -hmm. Carla has a wonderful product with Unfiltered. Uh, but, um, you know, the, the thing about caring for the clients is not something you can necessarily teach. People have to have that, that you yeah. know, passion and love for their clients and what they do. And I see this, you know, from a lot of the people I've met in the industry and I follow, it's like, you see them posting with their friend, you know, with the people that are now their friends that were their clients and they care about yeah. their, they, they know their daughter and their, you know, son, their husband, their dog, all these kind of things. And it's, you know, having that. That's right. Yeah. And caring for their, your clients like that, obviously it goes far beyond just the transaction, which, you know, if you go to any big box kind of uh, probably spray tan, uh, you know, place that has a mystic booth or whatnot, they might be churning you out and you're just a number in the bucket, but um, you, right. and we, you're, if you're good with your clients, they're going to tell their friends to yeah, come, yeah. you know, then, then that's how your business gets started. Yeah. Yeah. One of the um, biggest, yeah. One of the biggest piece of advice is that advice that I give to people when they're starting out is, you know, first off, you know, the reason of the podcast is kind of to put things in perspective, like, Hey, it's going to take time to build a business, but start with what each person is, is somebody um, to please. And then they'll spread, right. It's like a tree, the branches grow. Mm -hmm. And also you have to consider the customer lifetime value. Like Carlo, you could probably relate people that started with unfiltered back in 2016 and are still with you have oh, spent thousands God. of dollars. Right. And you that one, that one interaction with them where Carla spent the extra five minutes on the phone might mean that they stayed with her for five years. And the same goes for the spray tan artists out there that, you know, that you might be getting a lot of questions or whatnot from these people, but taking care of them, showing them you care and understand goes a long, long way. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's very frustrating to try. You want to have them right there in person so you can yeah. see them face to face and talk yeah. to them. But never so frustrating that you can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. You've got to do that. And also one more thing I want to add to that. Yeah, sure. I see most of my extremely successful salons use a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just, you know, they're on Instagram. Uh, 
Facebook, more Instagram, I think, than Facebook. Yeah, but, now TikTok. You know, TikTok, <laughs> everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. But they, you know, and I have not sat down and taken time to learn TikTok. And that's a big mistake mm. on my part. Well, you so can hire I, somebody to do it. <laughs> I, I know, I, I, and I have, but it's, you know, I am so blessed with the things I get from my clients, the pictures, yeah. the TikToks and things like that, that I really don't even have to make them because I get, I, my clients are just amazing. I keep saying that, but they send me the best stuff for my Instagram. I love to show what their, their work and that helps yeah. them too, you know, for me to repost and things like that. So yeah, Instagram yeah. is the best form of marketing out there. There is no, it doesn't cost and it's just, absolutely amazing yeah and and you know a lot of people when they're starting out have a question like how do you know i see this post you probably see it in the forums all the time like where do you where do you find your clients right and my question i was always I always ask a question back to them i'm like where where are your clients like where are they online are they on google are they on facebook instagram tiktok yelp whatever it is right and wherever those people are is where you need to be so instagram fits for most people nowadays obviously the demographic continues to grow for that but mm-hmm. Um, Facebook for some, maybe they're in, uh, you know, local mom groups, if they're catering towards mothers and, you know, that you have to know where you're, where you want to focus. And that's important. Like you said, social media, huge, obviously a uh, way to grow your business. Uh, and if you don't know, follow some people that are doing it good, that have a lot of followers, actual followers, and just try to emulate what they're doing. Don't copy them, but find inspiration in what they're doing exactly. and do your own don't, thing. Don't copy your competitor yeah yeah come be be original that's that i just love people that are original and do their own thing i mean of course they get ideas from other people but yeah and be yourself yeah yeah be yourself people will pay you know come to you for you not not copying somebody else so Um, (laughs) hair lashes everything it's just like take care of your people that's right so you guys offer some private labeling i for your products. Um, and I think that it's a, a big opportunity or something that a lot of people don't consider. So first off, do you, you guys, do you guys offer that and how does that program work? Uh, I do offer it and I don't feel like making it a program. I think okay. that this is something I want to offer to all my clients Okay, uh, and I'm not going to charge them extra to do it at this time. Uh, we have just at this time, it's just available to you. Uh, you come in and you say, okay, I want, I like your body wash. It's amazing. I would love to private label. So I say, okay, the next time you place an order up in the notes section, mm-hmm. please type in no label. There's no minimum. There's nothing like that. It's your choice. If you want to have it without a bottle, a label, because here's the deal. You sell things with an unfiltered label on them. And the people are going to look at the back of that label and they're going to say, oh, unfilteredtan.com. Well, we're just going to go there and buy it cheaper. Sure. And what she can sell it. And so my client is suffering and that's why they like to use um, the private label. But now on my retail page, when someone goes there, the prices are marked up way too high. Mm -hmm. And so your client's not going to be able to come to me and order things because by the time they pay shipping and all that, they're paying double what they could get it from you so that's how we you know take care of that situation but um yeah uh so people can just come and like order three five body washes that's right unlabeled that's yeah it's a great but see the prices are still going to be 
uh, even in wholesale, the prices just for one or two products is not that. I mean, it's it's nice, but it's not that great. Sure. If you order, if you really get into this and you start ordering fifty, I'll give you a discount, one hundred, and then when you get the real des- discounts are up at like five hundred, a thousand, fifteen hundred. Those sure. are where you can, you know, really knock it out. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's a great opportunity for people. And I think also something that, you know, that a lot of people don't consider with that, if you go that route, is the fact that if you have a product where you're putting your label on it, even if it's Carla's product, right, you still feel some type of ownership because Grant's sunless tanning solution is on that, la- or, or body wash is on that label, right? Well, so you- and I have to approve that label because it has to be legal. Oh, okay. Wow, that's interesting too. And, and Yeah, need- once you put that label on there, if it's not correct, you uh, and I could both be in trouble. Got it. So as long as I approve that label, then you're good to go. If you change it after that, that's on you. Yeah. You know? And the, and the and people that are selling that stuff, I mean, they need to, if their marketing is their own, I'm sure they need some type of insurance. You might not know that, but I think that people need to make sure that they're taking care of that as well. <laughs> well, they need insurance. Okay. This is, here's a, that's a question I get a lot. Do we need insurance? Well, you do need insurance in case of a fire or, you know, some of the flood or whatever destroys your shop and all your stuff is gone. You need that kind of insurance. But as long as you've used the label that I approved, I insure your, your product is insured under me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I've heard so, that from a last lady that was doing her own products too. So I was, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yes. You definitely, definitely follow Follow my rules and your site <laughs> buy that extra because that insurance is expensive. Sure, sure. Now they need so, like a reseller's permit, I'm sure, for, for selling yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I always, you know, always with legal stuff, check with somebody that's, you know, local laws, different states are all different. So check with an attorney, somebody that knows stuff. But that's a great thing to know that, that you know, the private labeling is available. Obviously, it might be a little bit more expensive, but even people starting out that just want to try it, maybe order five or 10 products mark them up a little bit, make a few bucks, mm-hmm. see if you like it, see what your clients say. Then you and can even go. If you're making only $5 off of a bottle. That's $5 more than you had. Yeah. Okay? And it's not, it's not actual work. <laughs> no, you yeah. actually took it out of the box and slapped a label on it and set it on your shelf. So yeah. you can't even count your time really. Sure. You know, it's just there. It's a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars there. And then other stuff, but see, you can, you double the price on this. You know, if I sell you something for $15, like a bottle of mousse, you know, there's two full body tans in it. Yeah. You're going to resell it for $30. So you're going to make money, you know, yeah. or 35 or whatever, 45, 55, depends on which mousse you get. But, uh, you know, you're going to double your money and it's going to be a good deal. Yeah, definitely. And so that, that leads me to another question during the, obviously the start of the pandemic, obviously the, the retail side of things has become much more uh, obvious or, or, or much more in people's, vision now, right? They see the benefits of that before it was just like an ancillary thing that they're like, yeah, I don't need to do that. I'll just spray. Obviously when everything shuts down in a pandemic that nobody saw coming, then that completely changes the game and changes people's outlook. So people more focused on, yeah, focused on that retail. So I'm assuming you guys have probably seen a spike in the retail side of things. Um, and again, the the benefit is like, hey, you know, people spin up maybe even an online store or whatever they need. 
they sell their product, they make a little bit of money, like you said, 15 bucks, whatever it is. And they didn't have to give their time for that outside of packaging it and labeling it, but still at scale, you can do that much easier than spraying 10 people. Um, you could label 10 bottles of you know body wash oh, yeah. and send it out. So when, when the pandemic hit, uh, what did that look like for you guys? Obviously solutions probably went on hold, but what about everything else? Yeah, well, we were blessed. Another blessing. Uh, we had just come back from, um, oh, what is it, Summit? Uh-huh. And I had uh, taken a ton of moose with me. Okay. And I probably didn't sell two bottles. I sold tons <laughs> of solution, but all that moose was left. And I was so, I wasn't angry. I was just like, here's my thought is I got to take this crap all the way back home. <laughs> and it's not crap. But anyway, that was Yeah, my I get it. I get it. <laughs> so I get back home with these mounds of boxes of moose and COVID hits. And it's like, I told my husband, I said, I'm done for. This is it. You know, I, I have no, no way out of this one. And then I announced, oh, another, let me say, Facebook groups are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I announced in my group, my unfiltered group on Facebook, that I had a lot of moose. And this might be the time, if you haven't private labeled or bought product before, now's the time to do it. And that little announcement started getting moose sales to go in and go in and go. <laughs> I probably, the, the first month after the pandemic started, I sold two bottles of solution. Wow. That was it. I sold, I don't even know how many pieces of moose. It was insane. I made it through that whole time, that whole season into the summer. And I still sell a lot of moose, but that saved my behind. And were you guys able to keep up with that demand uh, with everything? That's great. Yeah. You know, again, my chemist wasn't in on part of it. He had already done all this. So I was just dealing straight with a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing any, they weren't doing much of anything. Um, they made dog shampoo and <laughs> a couple of other things. So they weren't so busy at all. In fact, yeah. they had nothing going on. I think their dog shampoo, by the way, did pick up because people were at home just looking for stuff to do. So they were bathing their <laughs> <Sure>. dog. <laughs> but yeah, they were able to keep me in as much moose as I could order. Yeah, that's awesome. And it was it really I hate. I mean, I know so many of my clients suffered and I lost a lot of clients that never came back after COVID, but I know that that moose saved a lot of people's businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely could say that that's true. I know a lot of the, obviously companies we've had on so far in this, the series of meet the founders has been, you know, they've talked about that, the spike in the retail, the mooses and all those kind of at home things. So I know that was beneficial. And and I think that that trend will continue, uh, probably obviously scaled back a little bit, but people see that opportunity now is not like these people are going to leave me and not come anymore. They're just going to buy this and do it at home because you're never going to get as good of a quality as a professional spray tan artist applying it. However, it is a good, it is a good fallback or, Hey, I'm going on vacation. How can I keep my tan even here? You know, upselling the moose um, and all those kind of things. It's such a great opportunity, right? So, well, and these girls have perfected the moose application. Yeah, I mean, I promise that you, they look like they have a, perfect spray tan they've got hands and feet they've got that down they've got face down they're just they're amazing I've got a video that shows one of my clients putting on moose all over Uh and it's just I just said that I tried to make a video and I fell sideways and I cursed (laughs) 
before I stopped. <laughs> but this, I've received a few videos, and those girls have just done the work. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's great. That's great. That, again, a good product goes a long way and it helps. It's helping these people, helping their clients. It's helping everybody. So that's good. So from your perspective, Carla, what did you see as an adjustment for the industry during the during the pandemic when it initially hit? Well, I mean, the adjustments. Wow. Um, I don't I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, sure. we sell just sold the heck out of the moose. But yeah. being being in Texas and I have uh, some, well, being in Texas, <laughs> we didn't have those rules like everybody else. Yeah. We sure. were all shut down for about two weeks and that was it. So my Texas clients, I had more Texas clients than I had ever had before. Wow. Yeah. Cause they wanted yeah. something. Yeah. And so a lot of my girls, just like I said, I sent messages throughout the you know beginning of all that. I sent messages to clients to check on them see what was, if I could help them with anything. And um, I don't know, it was, I don't know exactly what everyone went through, but I know that we did not suffer too bad here. Florida didn't suffer too bad, Yeah. but um, I know it's been really hard and it's still hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know some, some places in California, all these different places, right? So many different things because it's state level, but I think the big shift was going to the retail, the moose side of things to keep okay. their businesses afloat, especially people were shut down. For, you know, I spoke to people who were shut down for months and that's like, wow, that's challenging. That's all they could do. Yeah, I mean, that's all I'd they love could do. to mention one of my client's names, but I'm not. But she literally, her business was even better. Wow. I, said, I mean, people were just flocking to her. I could not get enough moose to that girl. Yeah. <laughs> she was pouring it out there. That's awesome. That's I mean, it's a good story. I mean, obviously, uh, there's always a flip side of the story, always a bright side to the story. You want to see those kind of things. Obviously, some people have went through some tough times, still maybe are or shut down their business. We hate to hear that. But um, on the flip side, I think there's a lot more resilience in the in everybody that owns their own business, uh, obviously. But uh, moving you know, these forward, girls aren't going to are not girls, girls and guys. They're yeah. not going to let this beat them. They're yeah. going to figure it out some way whether they had to bring people through the back door yeah. <laughs> or sell moose or whatever, they just worked it out. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> they sure and did. I'm proud of them. I mean, I have so many clients that did the craziest things to keep spray tanning and to keep their clients, you know, cause just cause you're at home all the time doesn't mean you don't want to look nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they went out and they, they took, moose to those girls doorsteps left there yeah they venmoed them or whatever and i mean they never touched they never even saw each other but they kept their business going yeah because they worked hard they did they sure did so as uh, as uh, i mean obviously i guess the pandemic in certain places the pandemic's still going on uh but uh how has that or, or what do you see is going to happen moving forward or i guess how has that changed unfiltered business are you still seeing a lot more on the retail side of things or has that slowed down a little bit and gone back to the solution oh we've gone back to the solution i tell you what all the spray tan and all the brides of 2020 <laughs> that didn't get to have their weddings had them in 2021 mm-hmm. and it's been a great year i'm you know carrie and i have been or carrie's been able to go back to the places you know like miami swim week that yeah. we had to 2020 but in 2021 
we were there and Carrie was spraying like crazy. And of course it was in Florida and people are less, you know, worried. I guess, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Sex <laughs> in Florida are just weird, but anyway, <laughs> they just didn't worry about it as much. And everybody, I mean, solution is, is back in style. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I think some people are going to have that, uh, hopefully have the systems in place to, maybe offset the slower seasons now with some retail products might be how we see it moving forward or just, just something else to, to leverage uh, being able to sell a product and not give their time up for that or, or, you know, sell that retail, drop it off, give somebody a way to keep their tan for their two week vacation, all those kind of things, hopefully open their eyes to that. And they're able to well, continue they, to they do that. They've figured that out. Yeah. They're, they're doing it. They're yeah. figuring it out. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we've seen a lot. Like I said, a lot of resilience, a lot of hardworking people that have uh, earned their earned their keep for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sorry I keep saying girls because I have some great guy clients. Yeah, I'm that's just right. leaving out. That's okay. <laughs> it's 99.5% probably females. That's okay. Yeah, no, but I'm going to have to send the guys a present now. I'm offended, Carla. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, Carla, I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to keep you any longer. It's been great uh, getting to learn more about you and the product and how you went about it. I think it's inspiration for anybody. You know, obviously there's people out there that someday dream of having their own brand, their own solution. I think you kind of speak to them uh, and, and give them the hope and opportunity. Obviously, it's a ton of hard work. You have to have some uh, time to invest into it, some money to invest into it. I think there's a lot of hurdles to get into it, but people that are absolutely driven to do it, there's an opportunity. Like you said, there's plenty of clients out there. The industry is only growing. So uh, there's definitely an opportunity for people to do that uh, if you know if they so want to. And some people just want to spray tan and do their thing, open locations and, and do all that. But yeah. uh, if anybody has questions, uh, obviously they go to unfilteredtan.com. We'll link that below. What's the best way to reach out to you, Carla, if they have questions for you or your well, team? If they go to unfilteredtan.com, they can find my, our phone number. Our, you know, they can send us, uh, we answer messenger on Facebook. Also, um, DMs on Instagram, yeah. uh, it's if you're really needing to get a hold of me, it's best to call me or send me an email because those other places, the Facebook and you know, Messenger DM, all that, don't get seen but once a day. Sure. The sure. other stuff is seen more often. Yeah. So yeah, go, um, go, go to Unfiltered 10. You can get the phone number there. Give give Carla a call or somebody on our team will answer and get mm -hmm. you answer. If you want to talk to Carla, I'm sure they can get her on the phone. She's always available, super accessible, uh, very, very good person to get to know and chat with uh, Carla. It's been great to have you on. Thank you for the kind words of being honored to be on here. We're, we're honored to have you on as well. Uh, we've only heard great things about your product in the last five years and look forward to what is to come for unfiltered. Thank you, Grant. I yeah. appreciate it. No problem at all, Carla. Thanks so much for joining us and I hope you have a wonderful day. Happy tanning. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.